Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. We've got us a Friday mid-afternoon edition of Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter with Ole Miss Baseball on the television, currently leading Maryland after a home run by Kemp Alderman. Ole Miss women's basketball advances in the SEC tournament, and Chuck Ronsville, the godfather of Ole Miss sports coverage, is on the phone. What's up, my man? What's going on, fella? How you feeling? Doing good, brother. I'm just... uh... Hoping for a really big day of Ole Miss sports today. I hope these Rebels take care of Maryland up in uh, Minnesota and, you know, have a good Big Ten weekend and the Lady Rebels keep rolling over in South Carolina. But, Chuck, but Chuck who's going to be the next basketball coach? I don't know that, but I, I, I know who isn't. <laughs> who isn't going to be the next head coach? Only We only know Kermit. Well, Is that all we got right now? Yeah, that's all I got right now. Um, I, for all the Will Wade fans out there, I think they're going to be extremely disappointed. I do not believe that Mr. Wade will be the next coach of the Ole Miss men's basketball team. Um, and I think, uh, you know, obviously the the fan favorite right now is Chris Beard, and I think he's still in the picture. He's being thoroughly vetted, though, and uh, – that vetting process has not ended. Well, it's a week to the day since Ole Miss dismissed or parted ways with Kermit Davis. What do we really know a week into this search? Um, what I know is that uh, what I just said, yeah. <laughs> those two things. And also, um, I don't think there's a big hurry. Uh, I don't think there's a big rush. I think they're going to be very thorough. Um, I do believe that Keith Carter's handling the bulk of it, but I do believe there's going to be some input from Chancellor Glenn Boyce. Um, I do believe that his, his, uh, part of his job is to protect the integrity of the university, uh, which I think is one of the main reasons why I'm saying that, uh, I don't think Will Wade is going to be, uh, a, a candidate any longer. And uh, I think that, you know, there's some people out there, some coaches out there that the fans aren't aware of right now that I believe they're vetting. And I think that includes a couple of assistant coaches at Power 5 programs. I think that includes uh, two or three mid-major guys, and I think it includes a couple of sitting head coaches, P5 coaches. So I think they got a long way to go. Do you think that a new head coach will be named after the SEC tournament? Well, you know, I was told Monday by Keith Carter, uh, two to three weeks. So uh, that was not a definite timeline, but that's that was his estimate. And 
So where does that put you in regard to the SEC tournament? Close to that. It's just somewhat surprising because of the timing of the move from Kermit with three games left. I mean, it makes sense, but it felt I, I kind of felt like maybe they would be more down the line than they are. Um, well, I, I just think that they're being thorough and that they're not really in that big a hurry. Um, you know, I just I just think that uh, they've decided they're going to they have to make it right rather than fast. What do you think? about the pool that we know of and the pool that we maybe don't know of yet, guys we haven't identified that may be in this. But, like, as far as what we know about the candidate pool, what's the perfect Ole Miss basketball fit for Chuck Ronsville? I don't really have one because I don't know enough about it, Ben. I mean, for me to claim to be some kind of expert on who would be good here, um, I I think a lot of the names that I've heard I'd be happy with. Certainly, I'd, if he vets out, I'd be happy with Chris Beard. If he vets out right, um, then you got uh, got Utah State, Ryan Odom. You got Chris Mack that was at Louisville. I, I think he's a heck of a coach. I think Odom's a heck of a coach. Uh, and I listen. I've been told by a great source that there are a couple assistants out there, but I don't know who they are that are strong in the mix. So we'll see. As far as football, it's coming up, and we've been previewing it. Um, has anything changed for you? Because I was watching a hype video on Twitter because it's just that time of year. If it's not baseball, which we're watching, and you know some basketball stuff, it's football. And they come out that almost football with a hype video and showing the guys working out. I'm going to be honest with you; I kind of got the itch for it. I was like, man, I want to get out to practice soon. Well, here's the thing: now with the transfer portal and kids leaving and different kids coming. As we said in the last podcast, there are 42 new players in the 2022 season. There's going to be 43 new players, if you know, as it stands right now for the 2023 season. So spring football isn't what it used to be. It's important now. And it, and it does give you the itch to go see the new faces and how each piece is going to fit. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's it's more of an exciting time. I mean I can remember almost falling asleep out of spring training <laughs> years ago, but uh, it, it's it's something you got to pay attention to now because of all the new pieces. Plus we've got what four new coaches or five new coaches. So um, getting to watch them work is is going to be a uh, you know a storyline in itself. Is there any update on the injured guys and possible timetables or just anything in that regard? No, I just we don't know yet, but my gut feeling is that uh Jeremy James is gonna be out and Cedric Johnson will probably be real limited. Uh Casey Kelly will be at the most limited, probably out. Um, those are the three that I'm oh, uh Micah Pettis probably real limited if not out, uh, those four guys had off season surgery. And uh, I mean, I can't see where any of them has anything to prove by going through a spring training. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't anticipate any of them being out there. And then, but the one that we're, you know, everybody's got to look at is Spencer Sanders, the transfer quarterback who hadn't thrown any passes yet. He's got a bum shoulder or, and uh, is he going to be available in spring? If not, uh, seems like kind of a a big deal there, you know. I mean, how, how's he going to learn the system or anything else if, if he's not out there working it? So we'll see. 
Well, the new coaching staff has been on campus for a little while now, and I know we haven't gotten to meet them or really observe them um, intimately or anything like that, but what's your first impression now that they've had about a month run of being here at Ole Miss and recruiting and getting involved with what they can with workouts right now? Well, obviously, Pete Golden is <laughs> is a buzzsaw in recruiting because everywhere you turn, his name pops up with these top prospects that, you know, that, that are interested in Ole Miss. You keep up with recruiting a heck of a lot more than I do, but he's he's obviously made an impact in recruiting. And, um, you know, we know we know his pedigree in coaching, so uh, I like it. And if he likes his assistants that he's he and Lane have hired and West neighbors, um, you know, the safety coach. And then you got Kenota Hudson, the cornerback coach. And, I mean, uh, apparently those are guys that, that they know and are comfortable with. And to bring back uh, veteran defensive line coach Randall Joyner, uh, it sounds like a pretty good staff to me on the defensive side. Um, I'm anxious to see uh, John Garrison work on the, with the offensive line because – our last guy got criticized so much, and it seems like no matter who's the offensive line coach is at Ole Miss, they always get some criticism. And uh, I'm beginning to wonder, you know, <laughs> if there's an offensive line coach out there that would please our fan base. <laughs> because there's not. It <laughs> well, there hadn't been historically. So here we go. Yeah, it, that's just not going to happen. The thing about offensive line coaches – and this is coming from a former offensive lineman. Man, they get absolutely no credit because when they're doing well, when their unit's doing well, you don't notice them, right? So the only time there's no there's no upside to it. It's all downside if you're a line coach. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've had guys that have really done great jobs at other schools come in here and uh, you know just hadn't either hadn't gotten it done or hadn't been to a championship level on the offensive line and. You know, we always blame the coach, and sometimes I think it's the players, you know. I mean, um, when we were good when we had Laramie Tunsil and Fawn Cooper at tackle, <laughs> you know. Fawn's uh, one of the most underrated Rebels ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you got bookend tackles like those two guys, it doesn't matter who the offensive line coach is, they're going to look pretty good. Has there, any, has there been any players out there when you've had your discussions with sources or whoever it might be, about what's going on with football. Any players building some buzz going into spring? Um, yeah, Trey Harris, the the portal transfer from Louisiana Tech, the uh, wide receiver, is getting some, you know, early buzz. Uh, Zamari Walton, the cornerback from Georgia Tech, is getting some early buzz. Um, Monty Montgomery has been a, a beast in the weight room, they say. Uh, I don't know how he's doing in seven on seven. I hadn't gotten a report from that yet. Um, I understand that Victor Kern, uh, offensive lineman, is is doing a, a nice job in fourth quarter drills and in seven on seven and uh, any any drills that involve offensive lineman team drills. He's he's doing a, a nice job. So you know those are those are pretty encouraging you know names there. Well, Victor Kern's really interesting. I mean, if you're thinking about the most intriguing players to watch this spring, we can talk about the quarterbacks and uh, the wide receivers and all that stuff. But Victor Kern's really interesting to me because that offensive line, yes, the returning four starters and Nick Broker's got to be replaced, but the returning four starters. But I feel like 
any number, any one of those fours could, four could be pushed by guys that are coming in or coming back. Like I think Cam East is really going to push in spring. Yeah, I do too. Preston Cushman, uh, I think will push for that open guard slot. Uh, I, I, the only one that I think, I think there's two, well, three that are probably assured of, of, of their jobs at this point, and that'd be Jaden Williams at left tackle and. Jeremy James will be a four-year starter, and Caitlin Williams will be a three-year starter. And second year at center, I, d- I don't see anybody beating those three out. But I, I'm not so sure about the other two positions. Uh, I mean, I like Michael Pettis, and I like Eli Acker, but I, I think uh, they're they're prone to have some competition that could really push them hard. I, I agree with you. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC. Code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I feel like we've kind of neglected defense the entire time we've done these podcasts for a month. Give me some intriguing players to watch on defense. They can be returning guys. Uh, I think Xavion Harris is the one I'm most excited about because I hear he's had some great workouts. And, you know, it's six seven three thirty five, um, a sophomore that kind of cut his teeth last year. I'm, I'm extremely excited about him. Uh, I'm also excited to see if those two linebacker transfer linebackers, Monty Montgomery and Jean Baptiste are, are going to be able to, you know, be sec caliber type guys. Uh, those are, those are, probably the three that I'm most intrigued by. And I want to see, you know, obviously I want to see how Jared Ivey progresses after having one year, because he's going to be counted on heavily at defensive end, um, you know, and, and maybe some of those younger defensive ends, because we're, I think we're thin up front and some of those guys are going to have to surface like DeSanto Rollins and uh, JJ Hawkins. And, you know, there's, there's two or three guys that are young that we haven't given much playing time to that are, we're going to need for them to surface pretty quickly. Got Jack Doherty rolling through two innings with four strikeouts. God, they need him to be good until Hunter Elliott maybe comes back in April. Sorry. I'm, I'm watching this in live time talking to Chuck. No, like, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, um, 
you know, the issue with our pitching staff right now um, is once we get past our starters, we, we just hadn't settled in yet. So hopefully Jack can can go a while. What did you think of the Louisiana Tech stuff this week and the cancellation and Louisiana Tech getting mad? Um, you know, who, I'm say saying it. who cares. You're going to say who cares. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't care if they get mad about a rule. I mean, of course – Obviously, they should be a little upset because nature dealt them a bad hand, but we didn't deal them a bad hand. I mean, you don't put the tarp out for lightning, and and uh, you certainly we're a big time program, and we've got over a hundred people. You'd have to move around to move a game up. I mean, we it's not as easy as going down to Louisiana Tech and moving a game up a couple of hours. So I just I think it's his the opposing coach, Louisiana Tech coach, whatever his name is, I think his comments were a little overblown and I think our reaction to his comments are a little overblown. Just, you know, my my feeling is who cares? We got the win. Um, you know, I hate it worked out that way. I'm sure Bianco is too. I'm sure he'd rather win it in nine innings, but uh it's just part of part of baseball. See, I agree with that because, like, I was fine with Lance Burroughs, what he said after the game, uh, the Louisiana Tech head coach, until he went on the radio and said, well, as long as I'm head coach, we're never scheduling Ole Miss again. Re- okay, neat. Who cares? Yeah, like, fine. That'll, Ole Miss is the defending. worse than it will us. Yeah, Ole Miss is the defending I mean, national champion. Like, they don't need Louisiana Tech. I mean, that's that's the old proverbial cutting off your nose to, uh, in spite of your face. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> – just crazy. Well, it's funny too because I mean, do you not Louisiana Tech? Do you not remember that the bowl? I mean, the uh, non-conference football payout for a game to come here or something? It's pretty lucrative for you. So okay, fine. We won't pay you to come here. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, you know, but you got to. I understand he's a pretty good guy and he's heated the emotion and a tough way to lose a game because they were ahead when it was called and. You know, I I can understand it, but I think it's all of it's been blown out of proportion. His reaction, our reaction to his reaction, and, you know, it just is what it is. Nature took its course, and uh, we came out on top this time. I've I've seen it where we haven't. So The inference that Ole Miss would do something nefarious, like intentionally not put the tarp on to get a win it wasn't supposed to. I mean, that would take some hellacious planning to pull off that scheme. That's, that's absurd. Just, that's just that's just stupid. That's all that is. That's like I said. That's just an emotional response. I mean, that's there's no logic in that whatsoever. So, you know, let him talk. I, and I bet you this. I bet you if push comes to shove, they will play again. <laughs> of but, course they will. Money talks, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Has your confidence at all in this Ole Miss baseball team been shaken because it was iffy against Louisiana Tech? Could have lost both of those games in the midweek. And Hunter Elliott, we, even though there is a mid-April projection that Mike Bianco told R.J. Thompson at the Ole Miss Spirit, uh, we don't know for sure or if and when he will be back. So has your confidence been shaken at all? A little, but, you know, these. I'm one of those guys that uh, I like to get a lot deeper into the season before I talk about shaking confidence because, you know, guys like J.T. Quinn and, uh, Tukuyan, uh, 
those guys show some potential, and they're young, and they need experience. I mean, baseball is no different than any other sport on the SEC level or the co- collegiate level. You gotta, you know, you gotta cut your teeth. You gotta, uh, you know, grow some teeth. And so that's what's happening right now. And you know, talk to me in two months, and if if it's got not gotten any better on the mound, yeah, then yeah, my confidence will have been shaken. Well, heck, my confidence was shaken when Ole Miss was what seven and fourteen in the SEC last year. Ole Miss is going to be fine yeah. this year. <laughs> They're yeah. fine. I'm not worried yeah. about them. I was really hoping. Hey, I are we hitting? Do what? Are we are we hitting Savakul any better? Oh God, I don't know. We're, I know they're up one nothing. Kemp hit that monster shot. I haven't checked it since I last brought it up. Yeah. I was really hoping when I called you and said, "Hey, who is Ole Miss going to hire as this next basketball coach?" You're going to be like, "Hey Ben, breaking news on this podcast right now." I'm kind of bummed. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not time yet, brother. But I think it's. I think it's pretty good. Pretty big news that uh, that uh, I'm. I'm definitively saying that Will Wade's not going to be hired. Yeah. Because he makes a lot of sense on paper, and I think there is a strong online support as far as Ole Miss fans for him. He does make a lot of sense, but that's just – I get the same thing. That's just not happening. It, there's just been no engagement at all. And another thing, somebody asked on the board today on the Ole Miss Spirit, which is a site we write for, omspirit.com, if they don't have on three, about Penny Hardaway, and he is definitely interested, but not – I mean, Ole Miss isn't entertaining that even in the slightest, which I was kind of surprised by. But maybe uh, not. I, I, I guess. I don't know. I hadn't heard his name at all. Yeah. Zero. Other, so, other than fans. So if I know. made you take Chris Beard or the field, what would you put your money on? Uh, probably the field, but I'm not counting Chris Beard out by any imagination, by any stroke. Um, I just, I just know they've got a lot more to do. So um, you don't think the favorites emerged or anything like that? Not really. Um, if there is a favorite, they're further along than I thought in the vetting, and it would be Chris Beard. But I, I just don't think they're that far along yet. He's Chuck Ronsville, the godfather of Ole Miss sports coverage. I don't know if you're going to let me let that stick, but I'm going to keep saying it anyway. The godfather of Ole Miss athletics coverage. <laughs> you can say me. whatever you want to, Ben. I, well, you know, to a point. I, you know, to a point. like the like the Louisiana Tech coach. He can say whatever he wants to say. I just don't care. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) He's Chuck. I'm Ben. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.